Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. I hate that song. Greetings and welcome inside Hour 3 of the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! Six and a half to go in the fourth quarter, and somehow the Clippers are up 102-94 over the Mavericks. The Mavericks are 17 out of 33 from three-point range, and they find themselves down eight 
Uh, why? Well, because for the second game in a row, the Clippers superstars are carrying them. They are getting everything from Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Kawhi has 30. George has 29. So it's an eight-point lead for the Clippers. Still eight minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. And after a really horrendous start where I wasn't sure that the Clippers were going to be able to bounce back from, uh, I feel if I was feeling 0% about my pick of the Clippers to go to the NBA Finals about an hour ago – Maybe now I feel like 8%. You know, I don't know. I mean, maybe, got, maybe feeling a little bit better about yeah, it. I mean, yeah. I don't, I'm not saying I'm at 10% yet. I'm, I may be at about an 8% that I feel about. If 100% confidence was they're gone, they're there, it's happening. Now I'm about, I was at zero. Now I'm up to about 8%. Well, that's good. That's good. It's like starting to charge your phone. I mean, it's really something, something next level here, man. Uh, just as you're, as you're looking at uh, the the way that first seven minutes went, and then Luca went out. Right, it was a laugh fest. What was it, twenty eight eleven? I think at that point. And then while he was off the court, giant surge, and it's been a battle ever since. Got chippy a couple of times. Uh, you got Luca, who it really all they're doing is trying to bait him between Beverly and, and Rondo. It's the, can we get you into your second technical foul? Or can we just be annoying enough to somehow knock you off your game? Because he's taking a beating out there uh, every time down the line. And the Clippers have taken some lessons uh, and the initiative to learn at the feet of the Lakers in terms of their floptastic uh, efforts to draw flagrant fouls that, well, are, are fictional uh at best uh but hey we got we got ourselves a game and in theory if it finishes off this way we got ourselves a series buddy i'll tell you i i'd be happy i mean i'd be happy because you know i picked the clippers to go to the nba finals and i'm not yeah. i wasn't feeling good about that i feel good about i, the I don't bucks, think you really should feel i feel good, good about, about the bucks i mean i mean they just hit another shot but so they lost even chenzo they did, but that's okay. Ed, they're still up three zip. And I, well, I mean, they, they coached out of this this round because mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler's too busy selling coffee. Yeah, <laughs> but it's okay. I mean, I'm feeling good about that because they're up three zip, and, and I, I like the way they've been playing, and everything has been good. The Clippers have an eight-point lead. I'm, I'm, I'm maybe at about 8.5% Look at that. that I feel about the Clippers right now. Starting to get that energy bar back like you're mm-hmm. a uh, – Playing a video game. I love it. <laughs> like I plugged my phone in. You were under, like, if your phone goes red, oh, you're under 20%. Oh, I got to plug it and charge it. And uh, now I would say I'm not quite in the green. I'm still in the red, but it's not like, oh, it's going to go dead. Like, it's, I'm like, okay, I, I could make a couple of phone calls or search a couple of stories on the internet if I had to. I'm not saying I want to because I want to keep charging, but that's kind of where I am. Well, you're getting more confidence as you're watching the Clippers and their two-man game really coming in. Now, Morris and Jackson both into double figures, getting a little more off the bench. And like I said, the agitation factor is really what what comes into play here for the Clippers. Mm. Can you irk Luka? You can't stop him, (laughs) but can you irk him into some mistakes? Uh, So we'll keep you updated here. Obviously, there's just under five minutes left to go. It is a seven-point lead for the Clippers now, 1-0. Seven to 100. But uh, tonight we had a very shocking final. No, not the Knicks. We'll get back to the Knicks later <laughs> on because I still I need a little bit of time between talking about the Knicks. I need to calm down. Then we'll get back to the Knicks. Uh, a, a final that nobody saw coming. Brooklyn and Boston. The Nets had been rolling over the Celtics so far in the series. Two zip. They were going to be three games to nothing lead after tonight. Instead, this is how it ended. 
Harden misses the three. Rebound, Grant Williams. The clock hits triple zeros. And the Celtics are on the board. The final score, Boston 125, Brooklyn 119. So there it is, uh, 98.5, the Sports Hub, Celtics Radio Network on the call. Despite the fact James Harden goes for 41 and 10 assists and 7 rebounds, KD, 39, 9 rebounds and 4 steals. It wasn't enough. Why? Because it was another night and it was a 50-burger. 50-burger. For this guy. Tatum straight away against Durant. Shot clock at eight. Tatum, pull up, 20-footer. 50. 50. Timeout, Steve Nash. Oh, Steve Nash got to call the timeout there, buddy. It wasn't Kevin Durant who called the timeout or or Kyrie. Uh, Steve Nash actually got to call that timeout. That's pretty good. I mean, you got to get the coach's name in at least once. Mm Mm-hmm. In the mm-hmm. series, so that's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, and, yeah, and, yeah. and Well, but to show that he was paying attention. Hey, look, you're not running over this team. You have to call a timeout. <laughs> is, is he awake? Because he's, I mean, because, look, the, the first two games, you know, kind of sleepwalking uh, the second half of them, uh, the way they, they turned out. You got, here's the thing that's encouraging if you're a Celtics fan coming out of this one. Uh, yeah, you can you can try to denigrate it by saying, well, we, we predicted Tatum would have to go for 50 for a win. Well, you got your 50. Uh, yeah, but the fact that win. Durant and, and Harden and add Kyrie Irving, between them, they go for 96 points and you beat them. I'll take it. Mm-hmm. I'll take and, it. I feel emboldened. And look, you know how I feel about certain players in the NBA, right? I, I, I have more of a love than I think is necessary or that warrants it for guys like Donovan Mitchell and Jason Tatum. But Tatum tonight, it's not like there's, it's a club with jackets and, hey, come on in, it's kind of cool. But there's a very small club in the NBA where your title is NBA superstar. There's not that many. There, there's maybe eight to ten guys in the league where you can say, this guy's an NBA superstar. And tonight, you kind of have to welcome Jason Tatum into that club. 50 points tonight, and this is not just the first 50-point game. Remember, he, he had 60 uh, late in April against the Spurs in a game. He's averaged over 30 points a game down the stretch. He had another 50-point game earlier in, in, in April. He went from an up-and-coming ascending player who was going to be one of the big three in the Celtics for a long time, right? Tatum was going to be one of the big three. He and Jalen Brown, they were going to mm-hmm. carry the team. It was going to be it. You signed Kemba Walker. Hey, this is going to be our three guys. And then Jalen Brown gets hurt. Kemba Walker is okay. But Jason Tatum in the last two months has elevated his play so much. He was averaging 30 points a game in April, and now he's at 30 points a game in the playoffs after the big 50-point game tonight. Uh, He has become an NBA superstar. You can call him NBA superstar Jason Tatum. And again, not many guys. You can call Luka NBA superstar and Giannis an NBA superstar, but he's become that guy in the last couple of months because he went from, hey, young up and coming, and now he scored five more points a game this year than, than he had in previous years, and he's become that guy. 
and he's someone who's going to be the leader of the Celtics. They're going to build around him for the future, and it's going to be who can come play with him that's going to be someone that can bring the Celtics to the next level. Because right now, they don't have a ton, and certainly the Jalen Brown injury hurts because he's mm-hmm. a really good player, but this is Jason Tatum's team, and he has become an NBA superstar. Yeah, and you haven't had uh, everything you'd expected from Kemba Walker. Gave it, got back into the lineup uh, tonight, gave him 34 minutes, but just six points on 3 of 14 shooting, you still overcome that, right? So not the player. I mean, we we joke about it, but where are they without Tristan Thompson and the way he's played down the stretch (laughs) and into this series, right? I mean, it's still down 2-1 in the series, but you at least have a guy who's given you uh, a consistent effort in the low post, putting up up some numbers, uh, minus 16 for the game. But, you know, the plus minus, as we know, uh, is one that we like to add to the mix, but you always hang a star on it uh, but you, you look at what Tatum has has become scoring average is going up each year obviously the profile uh, knowing, knowing as I do what the outside markets are all about he's a guy everybody's really high on and it's funny how we keep going back to 2017 drafts and saying man you guys screwed up obviously everybody does it in the NFL with my beloved Bears uh, and Mitchell Trubisky and not getting well, at the time, Deshaun Watson or uh, obviously Patrick Mahomes. Uh, you look at that 2017 NBA draft, Philadelphia, Markel Fultz. Uh, the Lakers obviously got into the ball family business. Mm-hmm. And then that left Jason Tatum waiting for the Celtics. <laughs> uh, and, uh, well, you know, uh, which, which one of these is not like the other? Although Lonzo looks like he's going to be functional, and, and at least Markel Fultz uh, got back some semblance of his career. So that's good. And you um, know the Knicks are going to get Lonzo Ball. I just know that's going to happen. Yes, I just that's, know that's the Knicks where he's are going to get Lonzo Ball in, next year. Yes. I just know it. I, I know. I, I can't. Can't tell you how, but that's yeah. what's going to happen. Somehow as much the Knicks as, are going to win with Lonzo Ball. Yeah, as much as Zion Williamson is kind of lobbied for him to stay, I, I don't. I don't think they're going to match <laughs> any kind of money that comes in, especially if the Knicks decide, hey, let's get a splash. So grab <laughs> him and then go find a shooter. Uh, I, I think it'll be uh, different. But Jason, they tell him, Zion, do you, do you want Lonzo Ball? Oh, yes, we absolutely have to have Lonzo. And then, it's just, hey, uh, I was just kidding about that, okay? Just, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's all good. Don't worry, don't worry about it. We don't, we don't, you don't need to keep him. You can let him go someplace else. Yeah, let him go. Yeah. Let him go. <laughs> yeah, let me just throw out uh, also Jason Tanner. Remember game two, just the nine points and left injured. There was a lot of fear uh, mm-hmm. that he was lost uh, for for the duration and instead comes back. Three days later, maybe that extra day of rest, man. You know, look how much it helped because he comes back and plays a massive game, 41 minutes strong, uh, took the blows and keep moving. It's really an impressive effort. And like I said, they got a lot of young stars that are starting to break through. So even if they don't have long and extended playoff runs and with no Jalen Brown and and a limited Kemba Walker, that's probably not the case. But you get some extra time on the national stage for everybody says, yeah, I remember when that guy got drafted. Look at him. He's coming into his own. That the game will be just fine uh, for those that love the NBA. And, and look, you, know, you talk about all the, the guys under 25, the next generation of star. You know, he's that guy. 
you know, the, the NBA is lucky right now. They have they have about five or seven players who are under the age of 25. It's like, boy, these guys are going to be studs for a long, long time. It's almost like they have they've realized who's going to take the mantle from LeBron when he's done, because mm-hmm. he's he's overshadowed so many stars in his career, and rightfully so. The guy's the biggest star on the planet, but eventually LeBron's not going to play anymore. You know, he's 30. You know, he's, when, when you get to your mid 30s, how many more games do you really have? How many more seasons do you really have? And when you say, okay, when he's done, these guys are all going to be like 26, 27 years old. Donovan Mitchell, you know, John Morant's going to be 24. I mean, all these guys, Luca's going to be 24, 25. It's going to be, it's going to be pick your star. There's going to be, there's going to be 10 to 12 guys. It's, uh, these guys are all so good and they're all just hitting their prime. It's really a, a fortuitous time for the NBA and Tatum's going to be at the top of that. You remember, I told you we did the show and I said, I'd take Tatum number one. He's sure. the guy. No, Tatum absolutely. is going to be that good. I said I would take Jason Tatum number one overall. And it, you know, obviously the whole Lonzo Ball thing blew up, and the great yeah. year he had with UCLA, and he was made to order with the Lakers. But I, I said Tatum's the guy. He's the guy. And he came and he was really good right away. And all he's done is ascend since then. All he does is continue to get better and better and better. And here he is now at 23, and he's at you know he can score 50 or 60 in a game. Well, well he know, just seemed like the obvious guy out of those three, though, didn't he? Yeah, Fultz was a scorer with no other real asset, and then he only played thirteen games too. I think think Marco Fultz played about twelve games. He got hurt. Just, just remember that you know the the shot was broken immediately, and then Lonzo. I didn't want the circus. Man, oh, that was that was such a thing. That was such a thing, man. So I was like, give oh. me, give me Tatum. He, you know, coming out of the program, and I know there's always the angst about Duke players ascending to the next level. You know, folks always deride Christian Leitner. Go back and look at what his career was. It's not his fault he got drafted where he did. Mm. It's like so you're, you're saying it's like the you know coming out of Duke is like being a USC quarterback. Like, well, you know, I mean, there, there the is something to that. Had. I mean, it's getting better. Yeah, right? no, I mean, that's true. It's gotten that's better, true. and we've seen more incidences of guys actually achieving stardom versus, you know, hey, that was the guy we watched for four years, and and now they because we we also didn't have a lot of early entrants either, right? So, change the game. But yes, USC quarterbacks. Let's let's do some of that breakdown. <laughs> USC quarterbacks versus Duke basketball players. Who stunk more in the Stay NBA? Stay away from Slovis. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. <laughs> Instead of the you know the suck for Sam and the yeah. tank for Trevor. Stay away from Slovis. <laughs> Uh, wait, don't we want him? No, no, no. Stay away from it. We want to stay sleep away from Sleep on Slovis. Oh, sleep. <laughs> now, that's a T-shirt because that's a great – because you can make a T-shirt that says sleep on Slovis with like a, you know, a, a USC colored bed, like, you know, with the with, yeah. with the colors. And then just little like – Little quarterback a, a cor- sleeping in it. Yeah, a little yeah. quarterback sleeping in bed, and he's got his eyes closed, and he's dreaming of the NFL draft. Oh, yeah, sleep on Slovis. There you go. Caricature the of the commissioner group. in there. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, dude, I'm telling you. Do the sleep on Slovis thing. Do the sleep on that. That'll, that'll make a lot of money on that. All and right, I mean, get real money, not like in Dogecoin and stuff. You'll make a lot of money on that. <laughs> eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Don't forget, if you miss any of the show, our best of podcast goes up right after our show is over on iTunes. You can use the iHeartRadio app. Uh, however you want to listen, and however you and wherever you listen to podcasts, you can get the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. iTunes, wherever you listen, download it, subscribe, rate us. We'll love you forever and ever and ever. Uh, again, that goes up about ten or fifteen minutes 
minutes after our show is over every single night. Well, coming up next, it looks like the Clippers are going to survive. What percentage am I at now confident that the Clippers can win the NBA title? Plus, another big story out of the NBA, because I'll tell you exactly how I can get the Lakers to win this series against the Suns rather easily. Keep it right here, Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. 
players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Yo. And after picking the Clippers to go to the finals, yeah. coming into tonight, I was 0% confident that that could actually still happen. 0%. Now that the Clippers have beaten the Mavericks to get back in the series, 118-108. Zero. Second night in a row that they've had big nights from both Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Uh, I am officially at 14% that my well, prediction good. of the Clippers to the finals can still happen. 14% I'm there. Well, the long road begins with that first step. Exactly. And, 14%. you know, Reggie Jackson coming up huge, playoff P, uh, getting all the post-game accolades. So, yeah, I mean, a little bit of momentum, excitement. We we'd talked about it a little bit earlier. First time the Mavericks lost after leading the first quarter. 29-1 a- and one now for the year. It was a game that I, I don't understand how it unfolded the way it did, right? Because normally a team like the Clippers that's down two zip on the road, they know going in, the Mavericks sit in their locker room and they go, okay, we got to take their best punch out of the gate, right? They're going to come out of here like a house of fire and they're going to try to get back and get everything in the first quarter. We got to withstand them and then we have to kind of reel them in a little bit. And instead, the Clippers just showed up and were just bleh, and it was the Mavericks that were doing whatever they wanted to, and Luka Doncic did whatever he wanted to, and they got out to an eight nothing lead, and they were winning twenty eight to eleven. And I'm like, yes, it's the NBA, but wow, what a craptastic start this was for the Clippers. They've been yeah. really, really bad. How do you start out this way? What kind of motivational talk is Ty Lue giving? They got to start getting physical with Luka and doing some different things. And then what happened? The Clippers picked it up a bit. They started getting a little bit more physical, and they wind up winning the game 118-108. So what I know now is that either Ty Lue listens to the show during the game and, and, <laughs> and, and gets his strategy from us, or that you and I could coach the Clippers together and still do a radio show at the same time. Well, we, we did a great motivational time. speech in that first yeah. eight minutes of the show. That's for damn yeah. sure. That's, that's all we need to do. We can do it. You and I can split being the coaches while, while we do the show. We mocked the effort. Because, look, it was, it was definitely mockable. That first seven and a half minutes was, was an abject failure uh, and disaster and, and the, to the point where we noted Luka Doncic putting on a shooting shirt and taking time off. Should he have, in hindsight? May, maybe not. Maybe you just go for the throat there and, and run him out of the gym in the first quarter and demoralize them. Uh, instead, they came back with a, a big push to make it a 34-31 game after one. And then you got great play. I mean, we talked about the stars in the first half, right? Leonard and and George were fantastic. But Morris and Jackson go 7 of 15 from three-point range, combining for 31 points. Man, that's impressive. Those are points you're not expecting, right? You're expecting some of the other box score uh, categories to fill up. But for them to hit as they did, and, and let's face it, some Ole defense, as we'd call it, by the Mavericks in the second half. Some some great uh, plays and picks to uh, create open driving lanes and nobody there to close it out. Now, here's the thing. It's funny you bring that up with the whole Luka Doncic thing because that is a really, 
really big deal. I know it's the first quarter of an NBA game. You never want to overreact to the first quarter of an NBA game and go, okay, you know, what What are we going to do? What, what can we do here? But Luka Doncic, this is a huge lead. They got it to 28-11. They got it out to 32-11. It, it, was a pretty, it was a pretty big deal. And Luka Doncic comes out of the game with four minutes and 58 seconds to go in the first quarter, right? So he's coming out at the mm-hmm. five minutes. With five minutes to go, he comes out of the game, and it's a 28-11 lead for the Mavericks, right? The Clippers can do nothing right, and the Mavericks are rolling. Luka Doncic comes back into the game, all right? He re-enters the game at the 131 mark of the first quarter. So he sits for a total of two and a half minutes, basically, uh, about three and a half minutes. And in that time, the 17-point lead that the Mavericks had was cut to seven. So in that time, because it was so important, let's get him a little bit of rest here in the first quarter when normally, I don't know, we do it. They took him out, and then they couldn't get him back in the game fast enough, and they gave away that lead when he was the one guy that was doing everything. All right, for early part of this game, it wasn't like it was a balanced effort. I mean, it was Luka making a a jumper, then he had a three, then he had another three, Tim Hardaway hits a shot, then Luka had another three. I mean, this is the way the first quarter was going, and it was 28-11. to And, and you're almost to the point where you're putting the hammer down and the Clippers could get, are going to give up and go, this is it for us. But then Luka comes out of the game, and he comes out of the game, and you said he put, his, put the, the shooter shirt on. Yeah, I'm sitting for a couple minutes. And, hey, dude, you got to get back out there because we've given this lead away. I mean, that is really a huge moment in this game. I know when you want to get back to the Clippers reeling him in and hitting shots and the way they played and the way their stars played, but suddenly he came out of the game, and they couldn't hit a shot. Right? There was nobody there for the, for the Mavericks to be able to take, make, take that mantle and go, all right, we can now spread the ball around a little bit and hit a couple of shots and keep this lead at you know, 10 or 12 or 13. No, no, no. They cut it all the way to seven, and the Clippers are breathing a sigh of relief. Okay, it was a really bad first quarter for us, but hey, Lucas sat out, so they had nowhere to go. So now we're back in. Now we got it to seven. Now it's a game. It's manageable, and we can kind of start from here. I mean, that's a, that's a big, big moment in this game that I, get you, I, I guarantee if the Mavericks do it over again, they would have left Luca out there and said, "You know what? Stay out there, man. This is your night. You're this. Yeah. You're this red hot. You're starting out with 12 points in the first four minutes. Oh uh, yeah, no, dude. This is your night, man. You could get 60. We're gonna leave you out there tonight." Yeah, hindsight 2020, right? Normally you take your uh, breather at the quarter break while the coaches go and do their obligatory media two three uh, question uh, sets, and you get a little bit of, of a blow in the, the start of the second quarter instead takes him out early. Uh, and at the time it was laughable because look, the Clippers didn't look like they even wanted to play basketball tonight. Great rope, a dope effort by the Clippers. <laughs> yeah. We got him right where we want him. Look, they took the, the best guy out and then everybody else no showed, right? Porzingis had a couple of shots early. He finishes three of 10 on the night, just nine points. Uh, he was a non-factor. Hardaway had a total of 49 points the first two games. He finishes with 12. Again, part of the hot start and Luka's great start to the game. Uh, give the Clippers credit. They came and the, the defense ratcheted up. You had some of the, the testiness and, and aggressiveness showed up once Luka checked back in, right? The little uh, exchange he had with Pat Beverly. It right gets called for the offensive foul. Beverly steps in, uh, and a little bit of shoving ensued. And all it takes is you know those little moments, right? We we know it in in what we do in our our daily lives that and watching our kids play or, or watching any level of athletics or competition or even working at your job, one little thing can take you off your rhythm 
and, and really mess up your whole uh, day in this case. I, that, that little sequence seemed to have given life and maybe the we don't care attitude. Uh, nah, I'm still not going to defend that. Uh, but it still came, they came out and, and had a, a magnificent closeout that second quarter uh, as things heated up when you look at what Leonard and, and Paul George were able to do at the end of the first half, it's like, oh, we, we got some trouble for the Mavericks because the only guy responding was Luka, and his final stat line, 44-9-9, and is just absurd. Uh, but if you're not going to get some of the the, bene- the help that you did those first two nights, and look, you, they still shot 51% from three as a team, but had no answers defensively late. No, and, and it was a case – it's not just, hey, you took Luka out of the game to get him rest, right? They were up big. This was what could have been a legendary night for him, right? The guy, well, the guy sat – he sat for 10 minutes. And I don't mean legendary where you got to let him get his stats, but it's legendary where he could have won this game for you all by himself because, the, because they, they, they couldn't stop him, all right? As it is, you know, he, he missed 10 minutes of this game. You know, I mean, and and can you really afford to have Luca die? He's 22 years old. I was going to say that. Really he's 22. Afford to have him miss 10, 10 minutes of the game. This is not LeBron where you're worried about his minutes and hey, you know, he's the, we got to make sure he played. No, listen, Luca Doncic could have played, you know, 42, 44 minutes tonight if he had to. He really, he could have he could have done that, and that would have been what you needed tonight because you could tell when he had 11. In the first five minutes, it's like this is a night he wins it all by himself, man. This is a night that he he goes off and he and we're, we're, it's another great night. Look at this; he's got sixty points and twelve assists, and what a game! But instead, it was, hey, we're going to get you out and get you rest because we're going to be we're going to be smart, right? We're getting really smart in the game. We're really smart. We're up big. We don't want to screw this up. Let's get smart and let's take our foot off the gas. And you take your foot off the gas, let the Clippers back in the game. When you have the opponent as they are, right, down 0-2, you have no effort early. Switching off of that is this is going to be the potential turning point for all of you that pick the Clippers to go far. And I know our uh, our Fox Sports 1 colleague, uh, Skip Bayless, is now calling out Luka uh, and his free throw shooting and his uh, favoring of his shoulder and, and everything else. Look, you're emboldened. And, and Kawhi didn't you know, the old let the game come to you didn't shoot when they were getting blitzed as they did and finished 13 of 17 from the field, 36 for him, 29 for Paul George. Like we mentioned, Jackson and Morris combining for 31, just huge. But for for Dallas from a tactical standpoint, look, you had the opportunity in a game at home, right, raucous crowd, uh, Steve Ballmer gripping to potentially put that thing out of reach and extinguish them. And you, you, you didn't. You, you took out the, the one guy that was controlling the action, and then the Clippers changed their tactics on him when, when they got, got back in, and they beat him up, right? They got aggressive. The Clippers' defense that you would have expected all along finally showed. Don't know why it took two games and eight minutes to at least ring the bell. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. I'm feeling pretty good about my 14%. You're getting it to Where 14. They are is, right it now. Still, 14, is it still trending 14%. up here? No, no, I'm at, I'm at, I'm at, I got to stop at that, 14. That's got it, where it's got to go? Okay. Yeah, no, no, I got to stop at 14 because, you know, 14% is, you know, I don't want to get too too crazy now. I was at zero. So improving by 14% is a pretty big deal. Yeah, it's a pretty, you improve anything by 14%, that's pretty good. 
Yeah, you're really, that's a that's a pretty good uh, you know one day improvement well, for anyone. Well, it's a nice rate of return. There's no question about that. It is, and you know maybe if they win the next game, do I get up into the twenties? I mean, maybe I do. But no, right now I'm at, I'm at fourteen percent where I was at zero for the Clippers. No, I feel a lot, feel a lot better. Yeah, right now I can't wait for the post game commentary from Ty Lue, uh and, and from Rick Carlisle because <laughs> someone's got to ask the question, right? Straight up to to Ty Lue. it's like how how, my, how great did you feel when Luca checked out? In the first. <laughs> hey, he's out of the game. Let's go. Let's go. Uh, Twitter it out about a fresca. Mike gets swollen dome. The Jason Smith with Mike Harmon. It's kind of like, you know, I know, you know, going this, you know, growing up in soccer, um, it, you know, with Maddie and, you know, Zoe as well, you know, playing soccer at the levels they play at. It's always, you know, coaching when we get into the playoffs or there's big games and stuff and, and everybody's got to sit a quarter. Right, everybody's got to sit a quarter because everybody gets a chance to play. And so there's always that quarter where like the best player on the other team is sitting, and you tell your player, "Okay, this we got to get a couple of goals this quarter because the best player's sitting. If we yeah. don't get goals this quarter, we're going to be in trouble. So we got to get a couple. We got to we got to we got to make this an even game, right? We need at least two goals here in the quarter to make sure it happens for us. And I I kind of felt like that's what that's what the speech that Ty Luca to give it to the Clippers. Hey, Luca's out. We got to get some points now, man. He's got the shirt on. If we get some points. It'll take him maybe a minute to get the shirt off and stretch to get back in the game. So now let's we go. Attack. Let's get some points now. Let, let's press on Carlisle and see how how he responds. Let's go. No, but your, your point is well taken. I mean, you've had that situation. Take someone out and a goal gets scored and a near miss. Like, all right, back in. <laughs> you got enough rest? You ready? All right, you're back in the game. No, I, I, I didn't even get to drink my water. They, scored, water. they got a Go rush immediately. In. Nope, get back out there. Hey, uh, Jasmine, uh, tie, your, tie your shoes, but I don't need to. Untie them and tie them again. Someone's got to get a drink. We're going to get them back in the game, all right? Just, Coach, just you told me, me I had to sit for a while. <laughs> no, 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 get back. But, Coach, I got nine home runs today. Sorry, Strawberry. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. What's up, everyone? It's me, three-time NFL All-Pro Sean Marion. And I have a new sports podcast called the Lights Out Podcast with Sean Marion. This podcast is special to me as I get a chance to talk to some of the best who've ever done it on the field or the track. So whether it's talking to a Super Bowl champion or a NASCAR Cup Series champion, the Lights Out Podcast will bring it to you the only way I know how to. I'm giving you the best insight from the best who've ever done it. Listen to Lights Out with Sean Merriman on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you can get your podcast. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick 
and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, hey, one thing. I, I, I didn't see this coming, but this is absolutely true. Uh, speaking of this, this, this series right now between the Clippers and the Mavericks, now we talked about Luka Doncic. Uh, I didn't see coming that underachieving like the Clippers are, not being able to blame Paul George. Right, like you think coming, all right, the Clippers are underachieving. They don't win. Who you gonna, well, Paul George, right? He's the guy. I'm blaming playoff P, right? He's the guy. It's got to, going to have to be his fault, right? Because Paul George has been terrific in this series so far, okay? I mean, look, playing tonight, it was him and Kawhi that did it all. He had 29 tonight. He had 28 in game two. He was 23, 6, and 5 in game one. It's not like Paul George has been terrible. He has been very, very good. It's been the rest of the Clippers that haven't been able to come through, and maybe now this – new invention of the Clippers roster isn't as playoff proof as we thought it could be, but you can't blame Paul George. I mean, he has been really, really good. He's done whatever you need to. Playing 40 minutes a game, done. Right? Scoring over 20 points a game, done. You know, dishing out five, six assists, done. Rebounds between six and ten, done. I mean, he's really done everything you expect Paul George to do. This is the guy these last three games who the Clippers envision when they say, we're going to sign him. He's going to be the number two guy to Kawhi Leonard, and this is how we're going to win games. He's been the guy 
guy that they envision signing. So the one surprising thing, you can't say, I blame Paul George because it's not his fault. No, he went on fire. Just like you never wanted to blame Blake. You can't blame Paul George here. Uh, 11 of 18 from the field tonight. Seven boards, four assists, and he he went on fire. Like, he hit a, a point where it was the, uh, you heard Marv Albert, he's on fire! Uh, like we were playing NBA Jam. All those back in the day. I mean, that's got to be 30 years at this point. Good God. Uh, but just, yeah, he stepped up and, and quietly, and, and to his credit, you know, just going to work lunch pail mentality uh, to a degree. Uh, And Kawhi Leonard is the guy that's – we go team by team, right? For the failure, I know everybody was looking for Paul George because look how quickly people turned on Anthony Davis after game one uh, of the Lakers-Suns series, right? I mean, it it wasn't, hey, they they failed here or Kuzma's offense missing or – you know, LeBron, you know, some of it uh, that would normally be ascribed to him. No, no, no. It became 5,000 word thought pieces on Anthony Davis and unreliability and everything else uh, for Paul George, at least for the moment, enjoying uh, a little bit of run and support from the, the Clippers faithful, uh, wondering about the other component parts and trying to slow down Luca, right? Because that's not Paul George's job. No. Twitter at How About a Fresca. Mike gets swollen dome, the Jason Smith show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Uh, now, it's not just about the Clippers getting back into it. The Lakers seemingly in control of their series against the Suns. I have a surefire way to guarantee they win the next two games and they win the series after that. And they get all the way to the conference finals before things get really difficult. How do they do it? I'll tell you. It's coming up next right here. Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at first first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see... See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts 
of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.